I know as adults we don't often have the time to sit down with friends, so even if you're busy playing Sims, walking around in the street, <laughs> looking for a good place to get an ice cream cone, or maybe just cleaning out your cupboards, because maybe having seven packs of half half used like lentils is weighing you down let's just sit down and pretend like we've just sat down at a cafe in cape town gotten our regular order and have a good chat because growing up is hard but at least we have each other to talk about something that's incredibly embarrassing very personal and this chat is has one goal to find out if i'm the only one who's this pathetic or possibly i'm hoping that maybe i'm not the only one <laughs> that went through this if i could just find at least two people that think the way that i thought i'll feel better about myself so i'm about to admit something embarrassing so i'm i'm trusting you guys here not to laugh and even if you laugh it's like a good laugh where it's like oh h you're so silly kind of laugh so for most of my life and definitely my early adulthood i think i really can confirm i outgrew this only like early 2019 i really really wanted a group of friends <laughs> just gonna give a chance to by group of friends i mean i was very much into the whole squad goal thing before it was even squad goals so if we go back to the beginning to little baby h being born um funnily enough i am one of three children i am the middle child now to anyone that said of course you're the middle child just imagine me throat punching you because i've actually experienced a lot in recent years where people assume i'm either the eldest or the youngest very few people recently have been getting that i'm the middle child and i find that very interesting because i think it's rather dumb that we just look at people and we're like i know what order you were born in it's like me going to my grandfather and be like yeah you definitely have that oldest vibe that would be weird that would be crazy but anyway i was born one of three kids um but when you're younger being friends with your siblings is horribly uncool and i just really wanted friends <laughs> And I think a lot of us have that. And I was terribly uncool. I'm still very, 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 very uncool. It's just I'm comfortable with that now. And I've always been very weird. And it also didn't help that I was one of the few people of color in my school. So that's just another level of ostracization that was added into an even more awkward situation. Um, you know, chubby, person of color, knock knees. Yeah, and all the weirdness that came, all the weirdness that I already just was. But I think looking on TV at like, you know, the Muppets, they were a gang. And then going to school and everyone had their little cliques that started forming. In my head, I was always just like, oh, I would so love to just be in a group of friends. Even if I was like, you know, spicy spice <laughs> of the spice girls, that would also be fine. And I just 
Yeah, and I, I so deeply desire to belong. Even though I'm sure there's a lot of people that know of me or knew me at some point in my growing up or my school career that will probably that might be shocked about this deep desire for me to belong because I feel like I did I actively worked on being you know very opinionated and things like that. So a lot of them were like, well, you didn't behave like you wanted to be accepted. You didn't behave very docilely and conformatively. Then why? Um, but I feel like the whole so let's just eradicate like let's just move on from the whole school career thing because this is obviously a podcast about us growing up and what early adulthood and figuring that out looks like but then I went to um hotel school as a form of tertiary education and I think that was like my first proper taste of like being in a group of people and even though I don't quite get what I was doing half the time and I do look at myself and I'm just like a baby H you're so weird whatever like why are you dressed like that why are you going there why are you doing that come now that's not you come now um but I I think what really appealed to me is that I was in a group of people and people associated me with other groups of people and it gave me a sense of belonging it made me feel like oh I fit I think that's the that's the thing I don't understand when people talk about like you know how quirky people in media are now like this trope and it's so cool because I was just like okay maybe I wasn't quirky maybe quirky in the get like maybe quirky means that you're like cute and a bit strange I was just plain old weird but I'm just like oh, that's not how it happens no one's ever like oh you're so you're so weird that's so cute I like you so much people are just like ugh you're so weird get away but anyway I think in varsity I think um that whole conforming thing was really happening for me and I was really in- I-, I think I to some parts enjoyed it um even though I think it might have been a, a negative decision just in that I'm so, was so vastly different before and I'm so vastly different now it's kind of just like okay that was a lame decision but in hindsight I think it's also important that in this in having like really really deep-seated desires and sometimes our wants um sometimes it's good for us to get the things that we want and then realize that it's not all this cracked up to be only to realize like we need to be setting healthier goals for ourselves and we need to be looking at ourselves in a better way um but anyway so that was my first experience of fitting and then I went off and I went to the Middle East and I definitely did not fit in there I actually met some really good friends um, that side and I met a lovely a lot of really good people and I learned a lot so it was it is a good experience even though I wasn't particularly happy if that makes sense um, but anyway I didn't have a crew that side I, I think that was also more difficult because they weren't I, I wasn't surrounded by that many um, people my age um, so it was like a smaller pool so in general people my age just kind of grouped together and then I moved to a different company and you live in the same company you work and so it was kind of like women generally stuck together for obvious reasons (laughs) there were few of us and it's safer in like numbers and it was nice to be together and there was community in being together so it was really good um but I feel like that was a, a good experience purely because then it started getting me more comfortable with just being friends with people I was friends with and it was okay if everyone didn't have to go out as a group and we didn't have to be a 
squad. But then um, I moved home and I think I was just picking up on that. I think I hadn't really like fully allowed that lesson to sink in. So I reverted to very like old types of behavior. And then I so desperately wanted like, you know, to find a group of friends. And like looking back, it's incredibly embarrassing. Um, I think it's more embarrassing than what happened in varsity because I think in varsity, you also experiment a lot with like who you are and doing different things. So that was just more like, oh, I was young and I didn't really quite know where I fit in yet. But I feel like coming home, I think I kind of mixed that whole, you know, the disappointment of like going away and it not being as good as I thought it would be. And then the coming back and just being like everyone else's lives have moved on. I now need to fit myself into where everyone wants me to be. And I think that's like very damaging because now um, it affects my view of myself because I often ask myself the question, if I'm not the sassy, fun friend, if I'm not that feisty sprinkle that you put for entertainment value, then am I really valuable to any group of people? Is that why people add me for that interesting little thingamajig, that little bit of whatever? I'm, I'm using these filler words because I want you to fill in words. If you can relate to that, I want to fill in the words that you think about yourself. Um, you know, like, the, am I the, the sassy fat friend? Is that who I am? I think that's a, I think people now unpacking tropes like that in media is like so important because it's kind of scary if that's like your life if that's how you've been living or if that's how it looks like you've been living um so that was not the best idea so that didn't work so well and then that's an inevitable kind of thing if you're trying to be in a group and if you don't end up in the group you end up being sad if or if you end up realizing like you know you're just a tag along you're just an add-on you're just a sprinkle <laughs> I mean you realize that is very sad because you're like oh why can't I be in the group why can't I be a main person and especially as someone who has never really developed a high self-esteem or hasn't really valued myself um, enough throughout my life uh, I don't I think it's important here to just kind of look at it like how I reacted to these situations purely because I put myself in these places so it doesn't okay certain things happened but it, it doesn't really matter because like I said I wanted to be in a group and so I reacted I acted accordingly and if you know at any point I was more than welcome to leave or more than welcome to not do things or more than welcome to not be the entertainment or not be or not perform I think that's the big thing I think that's a negative um product if you really desperately want to be in a group and if you look at life from like a perspective of goals and like visions of things instead of you know life as experiences and phases and challenges and adventures you start performing things that you think people want or you think you need to do in order for things to happen so back to the point where you know the illusion is broken and it feels like it's all over I think this was like the most important thing because I have friends from before that time and they're still my friends and then I have friends that I made after that that I'm very close to so I think that's a very interesting definitive point because I did have friendships I do have meaningful friendships but I think once I kind of let go of this dumb thing that I needed to be in a group in order to be valued in order to be that it person it's almost like all the light and the love like literally just rushed in and everything just clicked and things felt so much easier and less overwhelming and less lonely which is so weird <laughs> because the thing 
one of the things I think you need to understand if you desperately want to be in a squad or you're thinking about like how important groups are in order to be in a group it's um you know you need to work with people on an individual level and you need to work with people on a group level and that's like a whole different kind of dynamic whereas if you're just relating with people one-on-one things can go relatively well and it never feels like this audition process or you really need to perform because it's easier to build intimacy where it's just you and another person and you get to talk and you get to understand each other and you get to connect and you get to be as open as you want to be open with that person because you need to remember like if you're in a group and like maybe you're really tight with one person and like the other five people you don't really know you don't necessarily want to share that or you're going to embarrass yourself like I did and over share and just trying so hard you're so embarrassing but <laughs> it's over now I just keep I'm like sweating now because I'm already just like feeling the embarrassment because it's so awkward to say but I feel like a lot of us do that all the time where we kind of sacrifice ourselves for the for the enjoyment of just being in the herd when rather you know just being like a singular little I'm trying to think of animals now that have like a solitary existence that are cool like rhinoceroses rhinoceroses are quite solid and they get together like in the evenings for a chat and they go back to being alone and yeah instead of us being like cool rhinoceroses by ourselves instead of like you know a flock of flamingos where it's just us everywhere um but I think the the process of like giving up on trying to be in a group was just I actually I don't quite know I just think like I just think it kind of happened like if you if you're trying too hard and if you're performing too much there's going to be a point where you can't do that anymore and that's when things crack and then things go awry um where where what's interesting that now like at 25 and it's not that old I'm not that old I just kind of think it's really funny because it was such a waste of time where like all the friendships that I have just really happened organically and by accident and they're just really so fulfilling and so wonderful like each person in an individual way like each person is so so different and I often thought about it where I was like It would be really funny if in some magical society, you know, like magical world where I just had like an infinite amount of money where I could just like have like, you know, pick up all my friends that like live in different areas of town and then fly in my friends from abroad and get everyone together and like have a birthday party where it would be like, you all know me. (laughs) That's why we're here. And just see how everyone reacts and like engages with everyone else because everyone is so vastly different and everyone's lived experiences are so different but I love everyone so much and I think they're so awesome and I would just love to see like what kind of conversations would they have would people become friendly with one another would people you know hate each other um I doubt that they would I think my biggest thing is being friends with kind people so I don't think they would do that But I think another thing that's also important that you kind of need to detach yourself is from how things look. I think that that could be maybe, and it probably is, but you know, in the social media age, it's about what stuff looks like. It's about squad goals. Like, you know, when you go on a date with a person, um, I mean, like I'm talking about friendship dates, but I guess romantic as well. It's all about like how it looks and the type of pictures and people have like, you know, hashtag squad goals, 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 and everyone just wants to look like that. So I think 
So I think one thing, if you're feeling or finding it a bit difficult after maybe you're just at that stage where you've given up on like having a group of friends and you might feel incredibly lonely because when you're trying to, you know, gather a group of people, it becomes overwhelming and when it doesn't succeed, you're like, okay, so I used to be friends with this group and now I'm not in this group anymore. Who do I have? I think an important thing would be is that friendship kind of happens and sometimes you should also allow it to happen because I think one thing that sometimes made it difficult for me to make friends is because there were so many times where I was incredibly open with people and then I'd get hurt and then I'd kind of you know crawl in a shell and I do think I have like a lot of defense defenses about me so initially when people meet me um I I can often come off in like a very negative way and where people can read me in a very bad way and then once someone gets to know me they're like oh this is not the impression that I got from you so I think that would be the first thing to possibly work on if you're trying to build relationships with people is to give yourself grace let go of the past let go okay she says let go of the past but yet when she was telling the story about her as a baby wanting to have friends and her as an adult you know trying to be in groups literally cringing and sweating profusely because she's so embarrassed but like on some level you can't and I do do that like I know I do that sometimes but I'm very vocal about that as well it's like sometimes you bring up your past hang-ups into a new thing and the other person's like what (laughs) why but sometimes it helps to just like be open and honest with yourself and give yourself a little bit of chance and just to try I think if you can't let go of your hang-ups if you can at least try I feel like that's the first step like a step is to try and talk to people and try to get to know people and give people an opportunity and don't be so judgmental like I know it's a appealing you know to have a group of friends where it's like you know you're all in the same whatsapp chat and you always do things together um and it's also that fun thing about having a best friend and how we've always been conditioned you know in like all the shows that you watch stuff they always have a best friend and you feel like if you don't have a number two you're completely like alone and com- like subpar human <laughs> like i feel like not ha- um for such a long time i thought not having a best friend or having someone that i'm number two two wow number two two Sure. Does that makes sense even. Did I just confuse myself? No, it does make sense. And number two, two. Cool. <laughs> you kind of feel like you're just navigating it alone and you're in like the throwaway bin. Like you're like one shoe by yourself. You're not a pair. Um, I'm saying that like it's not that important. I think you have to kind of take the labels away and you kind of have to give people chances. And funnily enough, now I'm talking about like not focusing on having a best friend, but I do have a best friend. I love all my friends a lot I really love my friends friends are very important friends are like the confetti sprinkle on my vanilla birthday cake that I got for special at the supermarket and it's the best like they're like the confetti sprinkle they make it so much more fun and more interesting but um I'm gonna take it I'm just gonna fangle my friend anyway I do have a best friend they are my best friend because they're more than my best friend they're the love of my life They are, they're the love of my life and everyone knows and I've wanted to bring this up hopefully hopefully by hearing this one day when this podcast comes out this friend will hear me fangirl and this friend will come on the podcast and I'll get to talk to them because they have great things to say um <laughs> but anyway when I first met met them I did not get a good first impression and I didn't like them and the negativity between us was purely because of me I was the problem yeah I did not like them I did not like them at all 
I didn't like their vibe. I didn't have nice things to say. And then, strangely enough, we started spending more and more time together. And then I realized, like, oh my word, this is my person. Like, this person's energy is just my energy. This person uplifts me in such a beautiful, special way. I'm going to love this person until the day that I die. Like, this is the mother of my kids. Like, this is my person. And I think that's just really funny. And that's why I wanted to tell you guys. Because sometimes friendship comes from such a weird place. Because we tend to put people in boxes. We look at people that are group of friends and we're like, this is going to be perfect because they're a whole group. It's a five for one special. And then you get there and there's existing dynamics or you perform or you feel weird or you feel put on all kinds of bizarre things. And it turns out maybe it feels a bit more like a discount special than a two for like a five for one or whatever amount of people for one special and then sometimes you meet other people and you're just like Ugh, i don't like this person they said pokemon cards are stupid so they are stupid like or you know they did something stupid like they had joey's deck for the start of yugo cards like that is unacceptable even as i said it i was just like mm, i can't that is fucking unacceptable but i have people in my life that had joey's deck as their first deck and they are and they are amazing despite all of that so i think that's just further proof that sometimes you're gonna have to go for the unconventional people the people that you don't quite think like oh i don't quite think i gel with this person and they're the best sometimes it's going to sometimes people are just literally gonna rock up into your life and you're gonna be like huh like it's weird and also another thing that i think as people that wanted to be in groups and people that tried so hard sometimes the most important friends are going to be the people that are going to pick you like have you actually ever considered that you as a person might be interesting, might be nice, might be funny, kind, and have stuff to offer. And might generally just be nice to be around. Might be that kind of person that someone would want to take for coffee and cake. Or maybe, you know, would just like to head up with a meme every now and again. Or call on the phone when something nice happens to them. You could really be that person. I think you might so active just be like, around, pick me, please. Because your self-esteem is low. And that's something I genuinely did. But then sometimes you meet someone, and this happens quite frequently frequently where someone literally just picks you where like you were going about your business maybe be like me going about my business like being mad at the person who's now my self-confessed love of my life <laughs> like going around just being super negative and then like someone else walks into your life and they're just like hey like you're cool let's be friends and then you're friends the end and it's good um i also think yeah don't envision things too much don't 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 look at your life through the lens of instagram um hopefully everyone outgrows this i don't think i i know a lot of people that don't do this i feel like i'm the only stupid one who did all this dumb stuff or maybe i'm just dumb enough to admit it i think that's an interesting thing i've heard recently where someone said um they're talking about a show um sex in the city in particular and they were like charlotte is unpopular because she says a lot of things that people actually feel but we've been conditioned not to say out loud so maybe that's the case when it comes to friends but but genuinely speaking i think the more secure you become in yourself and the more comfortable you allow yourself to be the better thing the better thing 
things are going to happen. And then also the final step is really going to just have, you're going to have to get comfortable with letting people go. Not throwing people away, not like putting people in like a blender and like smushing them up. It's just sometimes people will, you will outgrow people and sometimes people will outgrow you. Sometimes, you know, you won't click with people anymore. Um, I think the important thing is sometimes you can come together, you and another person, and the energy can be really good and there can be a lot of growth. And then because people are continuously learning and growing and changing, that person's still a good person over there. You're still a good person over here. But now the energy between you is no longer one that is promoting growth and kindness. And then that is the point, you know, where you go your separate ways. Whenever you think about that person, you're like, oh, that was my friend. We have good memories. You know, peace. Hope they're living a good life. But don't don't be that kind of person who like I don't do this because I don't really go on social media. But don't be that person who like checks up on people on social media and like looks them up and is weird. Like I hope everyone is happy. Um, one thing I'm a bit like one thing I'm a bit concerned about is um I don't want to look sour <laughs> because I'm not on social media. Sometimes wonder I'm like good stuff must also be happening in people's lives and now I'm just not seeing it and now I can't be like congratulations I'm happy for you but then on the other note I'm like social media also makes me really sad and there's a lot of gross stuff on it it's really not worth it to be there just so that someone knows I'm not salty asshole yeah um also I think something that really just concerns me about us being so young is that we're so conditioned into certain dynamics and certain ideas of friendship that I feel it's making it very difficult for us to sometimes just build like you know wholesome functional relationships between people I think the first problem is just friendship is seen as secondary I think we we're conditioned to believe that like romantic relationships are more important when I think both um, are important um, because at the end of the day you can't get everything from one person you can love so many people the heart can expand so I think all are important for different reasons I feel like supporting all people and also how much do you in fact need to pour into a romantic relationship that you physically don't have time for any other person on this planet that's like the question I ask myself all the time I'm just like when people are like I don't have the time and I'm just like huh so like you didn't you you left this person on red for like two months you just didn't have the time to be just like yes no maybe or I'm not dead like with predictive text that takes three seconds I I I, I can't I can't understand i i honestly don't get it when people are just like i don't have time i'm like are you spending all your seconds on one person or just bodily functions and work no so i think first thing don't just focus on romantic relationships have a holistic second thing don't compartmentalize people i think this is a weird thing people did as children and people recognize it was weird that they did as children but i see a lot of adults doing that and i feel like that is really stupid you don't have a funny friend a deep friend a silly friend you don't have a friend people are not handbags yeah you don't have a person that you go to the grocery shops and a person you do that no 
all. People can be things for all things. So when you're friends with people, treat them as such. Treat them as people with their own stuff going on in their lives, with their own amount of... They also have their own other groups of friends. You're not the sun and the moon to them. So allow them to be more. Um, when building more relationships, I think this is something that is deeply affecting our generation is where we always feel we need to be positive. And then we get so scared and we shut down with our friends because we don't want our friends to see that we're sad. And the sad thing is because we behave this way because we've been sad and vulnerable with so many people and gotten shut down and been told to shut up and told to like fix ourselves. And now we automatically imposing this on other people when we could genuinely have kind, caring people in our lives that want to be there for us. And now we're not being emotionally vulnerable with them. Secondly, they might need support, but because we're not opening up with them, they might feel scared to share with us. And now they're going through this journey where, you know, unsupported, where we could actually be there for them. The third thing I think is important is there's not a main character and a supporting role. That's not how life works. There's not this it character, like, like, when you wake up, does theme music play? No, I'm asking because for me, it, it doesn't. When I wake up, the only thing I hear is possibly like, a, oh, that's me because I'm just like, oh, fuck. I have to get up do you think i am i'm not a morning person i'm a night person so that's maybe the only sound that you'll hear but i think don't constantly i think having this idea that there's maybe a main character in the life and then there's a supporting role it's it's too folk it's too it's too much of a power dynamic to actually stay in a healthy friendship you're going to have to realize that sometimes you're going to have to take the supportive role because sometimes people's lives are going to be the most and then sometimes you are going to be in the main character like you know sometimes it's your birthday and sometimes you get to be that bitch and you better believe that as someone for a very long time played a very like supportive character fat feisty spicy friend like on my birthday i'm terrible i'm a diva but people that love me like the birthday test wow do they pass it and even people that i might not talk to if you're listening to this and you support me through my birthday like don't worry i have very good feelings of love for you because i I know you had to go through the most i'm not easy on my birthday and i thank you so much for indulging me. <laughs> um so we've done that yeah and then fourth of all fourth of all <laughs> and then fourth and last point i think that is just like really important um it's just to let things happen go with the flow um get as as we grow older we need to get more comfortable with doing things alone just because you're friends with someone i i mean i don't see my friends that often uh, because people have stuff to do also it's a pandemic so we're trying not to leave our houses unnecessarily too much because a lot of people have forgotten that you can still get sick and so the place is corona soup and a lot of us are either high risk or have high risk people in our lives so yes we might not be having a year where we get to see each other even like multiple times but at the end of the day that doesn't make us less friends so get comfortable with doing things by yourself if you love having coffee dates get used to maybe having some coffee dates on yourself because if you're because showing up doesn't necessarily mean they show up 
Does that make sense? What I mean is someone being there for you doesn't necessarily mean that they are physically there because you can have people that are physically in your vicinity that are not really there for you emotionally or not adding any benefit to your situation or helping you grow or helping you um, or supporting you in any valuable way. And that is the truth. We need to get comfortable with the fact that a lot of the difficult things and the important things are the stuff that's happening off camera that are not photographed. The times when you call someone and you have a phone call like that's that's a really big deal if you can call someone when something's bad and they pick up the phone or if someone calls you when they're having a rough time that's how you know it's real or when you can't or when you don't spend time together for a long time and you get together and everything is still fine that's friendship like friendship is a, like a little plant i'm sound very corny but i can because i'm old <laughs> i said old like i'm really really old but i'm <laughs> I've got that auntie energy is what I mean. So I've got that so I can say what I want to say. So <laughs> friendship is like a plant. It's like a succulent. You kind of put it in your, in your, um, not a succulent. It's like any kind of plant. Now I'm talking from a non-gardener background and I'm trying to make a gardening metaphor. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm so stupid. But anyway. So basically, it's like gardening. You can put some plants you will put in the earth and you will have to tend them and weed them and water them rigorously and prune them like they are high maintenance. They require that. Whereas other plants might be like succulents where you don't have to water them a lot. Um, they don't need shade. You don't really have to pay attention and they grow beautifully. Other plants like you look after them meticulously and they die. It's the same with friendship. Everyone's needs are different. Also, the way you are a friend is different to people how people will be friends with you at the end of the day it really boils down to communication it boils down to whether or not people want to be there whether one people want to show up it's also very 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 important to support people i feel like that's a troubling thing and a pattern i realize with a lot of people is people so badly want to be supported but people are not learning how to support other people people want someone in their life that's going to do a pep talk but people are not learning how to give pep talks and i think that's the big balance when you are becoming friends with people especially good people like your friend's kindness and warmth and laughter and all the fun stuff should just motivate you to be more of that and when it's difficult to just be there and if you don't know how to be there because i think that's another scary thing sometimes when things get difficult we get so scared because people are either scared of conflict or making things worse the best thing i've ever heard was I don't understand what you're going through purely because I've never been through that before. But what I can do is ask you, what do you need from me? Like, even if someone's having a terrible time and things are really, really grim, remember that you are friends. Remember that there is love between you. And remember that you can purely just ask, what do you need? And then once you've asked, you need to do that. That's another thing. Like, don't give up on people. Like, especially if you felt abandoned before don't give up on people so quickly and then that being said remember that this person is also a main character in their life things are changing and things are happening and just be privy to that and be comfortable with that i think people are so quick to think like love oh i love you never change it's gonna change it's gonna be different things are gonna happen um be open to different people don't like not all my friends are single not like some of my friends are married and engaged some are single some are dating some have kids most don't <laughs> 
But I think that's like a very interesting thing. And that's a very cool thing about having friends that are different. Don't be afraid to be friends with people that are different to you. Um, because that's another thing that I sometimes feel bad about. Like people are so quick to look for people that are like them, that grew up like them, that come from the same places that they come from. And that's all they're trying to collect people like Pokemon. Don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. Don't. No, 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 no. I don't believe anyone that is like a Pokemon collector of people is on the podcast. But if you are and you've made it this far on the podcast, I'd just like to tell you, please know people are not Pokemon. Please don't collect me because of my societal labels or collect another person because of societal labels. Now I've lost my point because I so quickly got very nervous that there might be a Pokemon collector amongst you and I, need, I felt the need to tell them all. Maybe this part should be edited out. I'm trying to get my point back. <laughs> But yes, oh, but yes, be comfortable being friends with people that are different ages from you. Be friends with that, like, person that is double your age. Be friends with them. They have different insights that could really help you grow your mind and really change your perspective, and things could be really awesome. Do, do be friends sometimes with people, yeah, just be friends with maybe people that you work with, or people that live in different places, or just, like, if you collide with people, be, be open to people. Be friendly talk to people find out don't interrogate them yeah sometimes yeah you're not gonna make friends like this has happened to me before at, at too many parties where they're like hi what are you that's that that's not how you gonna make friends <laughs> but hi how are you is always a start and then you know what brings you to this place what you doing want to hang oh this is funny i like pokemon you like pokemon what was your starter Yu-Gi-Oh deck those kinds of questions are good questions when you you're trying to make a friend um and being open you got you're gonna have to realize we're not all gonna be friends with it's life is not a tv show not all of us are going to be friends with the same people we were when we were toddlers that's cute and all that happens for some people that's nice but that's not gonna happen for everyone not everyone's gonna have the same squad from high school the same squad from college or the same squad from work don't be so don't allow yourself to have to become so trapped in that way of thinking just be open you can find friends on the most unlikely place i've seen people that are friends like platonic friends that met on on like dating places like tinder like tinder is an absolute hellhole like imagine finding your best friend on tinder that's really cute i think that's very special actually or you can build relationships become close to someone like in random places like trying to think i've made most of my friends actually know from work places i've worked at So all my closest of fra- uh, friends are places that I used to work at. Just quickly thinking about anyone that's different or not in general, like all people I met in like tertiary education. Um, yeah, most of my friends I met, met through like work or places of study and education. Um, <laughs> or meeting people through other people. That's also very real. Um, yeah, that happens. Uh, I, I feel a bit sad that we've lost a sense of wonder like how when you were kids and you just become friends with other kids like you'd be in a playpen and you're like we'll be friends forever like my sister and I were 
playing on the beach when we were very small and like we were just having a good time and this other little girl came up to us we were on holiday though and like i don't even remember where which beach it was but it doesn't necessarily matter it was somewhere here in south africa um but it wasn't like close to where we live and shame she actually came up to us and i can't even remember if i think the conversation all happened in Afrikaans. but she came up to us and she was like you guys look like you're having so much fun can i please play with you <laughs> and i was just like yeah whatever why not <laughs> and then we started playing and then she was like oh let's play again tomorrow and then we didn't because my mom had to do something but i didn't know so like we didn't go start on purpose i don't know if that totally happened maybe my sister will listen to me and tell me that i'm completely but a girl definitely did come play with us and i wish like we could do that again as adults where like you could see someone in like the left and their outfit's cute and you're like your outfit is cute and then you just become friends and then you go like shopping together i wish we could have foster more of that kind of energy in the world but what i'm going to do and what i'm going to attempt to do and i'll bring it back to the podcast if I'm successful I'll continue to put out this energy like this kindergarten energy of just being friends with people um, and friends with different kinds of people and hoping like one day when I compliment someone's eyeshadow we just become friends and then like that happens and then that's just our story <laughs> and I'll see if it works and I'll see if it gets better but I think if you're gonna what's going to happen ultimately is the type of energy you put out is the type of energy you're going to, going to attract empaths will attract narcissists and vice versa so just do be aware of what you're putting out and it's okay to feel lonely it's okay to want to be around other people it's okay to admit that if you feel like you don't have any friends or to admit that you want to make friends but once you admit it try and work on it try and be grateful for the friends that you do have try and build relationships with the people that you do know and also remember that a lot of things in life was actually just luck and circumstance and you could be like me who spent their entire entire life feeling like such a big loser so badly wanting to have friends and then now at 25 although my life isn't perfect there's a lot I need to work on but I have really good friends and I'm very proud of the friends that I do have and I love them very 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 much so as always <laughs> I hope you enjoyed being alone together I can't wait for us to sit down next time don't forget to be kind to yourself that the gender binary should be demolished and that capitalism is a system that oppresses us all Okay, goodbye. Smooches.